Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know I needed to call in. <laughs> okay. Push a button. Push the one at the bottom. This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. You are listening to the best, the only, the only place to be on Tuesday night. That's right. You're listening to the right... Hello, caller. Yes. Oh, okay. I can Am hear I you. On? How you doing? Oh, you are. I'm fine. Oh, okay. Great. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Well, I'm glad you were so, glad you were able to make it. Yes. So we okay. are talking about tonight we're talking yeah, about, show we're going to talk about Trump <laughs> former President Trump uh, is under federal investigation for crimes he committed while he was in office he's also facing state charges in Georgia for election tampering so the heat is on and the walls are closing in and his uh, rhetoric, rhetoric is becoming very dangerous and creating a uh, national crisis uh and thank everybody for, for him? being patient. This is my yeah yeah. This is for him. Um, so thank everybody for uh, being patient. This is my first time operating the board, and uh, so I'm doing it remotely <laughs> and having technical difficulties. You're doing so, a great. Um, you're doing a great job. Well, you thank start you. So, yeah. Oh yeah, That's no problem. So I'm glad we were able to at least uh, get this far. 
just uh, so how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. The weather was good, and I had to go to the store and get some ice cream. <laughs> oh, okay. But other than that. But that's good. So, well, let's talk about uh, the president and his his issues. Uh, he's been indicted four times, impeached twice, and he's facing hmm. 91 uh, felony charges. Uh, so it looks like he's got his work cut out from, for him. Uh, all the money he's collecting from his PAC, they say 30 cents out of every dollar is going towards his legal fees. And now that uh, Fannie, uh, Fannie uh, Willis in Georgia has just uh, uh, charged him with uh, some uh, more election tampering, uh, obstruction charges. Uh, he's got uh, he's got a lot of issues going on, but that's when GOP uh, decides they want to support. So, <clears throat> with that being said, I guess they get what they get get what they pay for, literally. So, um, you know, he's. Uh, been tweeting out things and uh, tweeting out threats uh, to the DA yes, and he has. to the uh, prosecutors. And so uh, that is crazy. I don't know why yeah, he yeah. does that. Well, I mean, Tell he does it so he can rile up his other people. Yeah, that's crazy. That's why he does it. I mean, you know, it works for him. You know, he operates by intimidation. So I mean, that's just the world we live Same in right now. It's uh, it's a dangerous um, dangerous uh set of circumstances. Well but, I uh, hope he does we, not I hope they don't get him or be candidate to be a candidate. No candidate like that. And uh, the, the the GOP decides that they're going to go after Hunter Biden and try to equate Hunter Biden's yes. Um, yes. Uh, inequities oh. or everything else and try to compare it to Trump, even though they're all... Uh, um, have spouses and, and relatives that, you know, Trump had his kids working for him. And um, Joe Manchin has his wife who uh, has gotten a job uh, based on his name and collects uh, uh, a lot of money. So, I mean, all those hmm. politicians are doing it. They just want to uh, try to distract people. That's pretty much what it is. But they but act as a distraction and smoke screen. What'd you say? They act as if they're afraid of Trump. They are afraid. That's why they're all lockstep. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, I never thought I would see, um, you know, our top two-party system uh, in this disarray. Uh, but it just goes to show um, that this experiment called America, this democracy, hmm. how fragile it is um, and how, you know, you have a house of cards and uh, a house of mirrors and you know it's you selling this product to be one thing and then you see that it actually <laughs> is something else so it's uh it's uh the world we live in but it's eye opening i mean we're living through historical times and um so we are going to continue this conversation. We'll probably bounce around, talk about some, some other interesting things. Uh, so we're going to, well, we've got a caller that would like to chime in. So we'll bring uh, oh, okay. a caller on. Hello. Hello, caller. What's your name? Okay. <laughs> uh, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. Lucy. I love Lucy. How you doing? <laughs> sure. Okay. We love Lucy, too. Our co-host has been married 30 years. Go ahead. <laughs> ah, 31. That's beautiful. 31 and 32. Oh, excuse me. I, excuse right. me. Is it 31? Did you say 32? 31 and 32. Years? I'm 31. Okay, so go ahead. 1992. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. So, yep. So yeah, I'm but I would like to say. Go to a. No, go ahead. What would you like to say? I would like to say as far as this Trumpism, he did something, he did a coup. In my opinion, he did a coup, and they're afraid of that. He showed what he would go to, to no length, and there are people supporting him, especially the evangelical community. I was mm-hmm. uh, listening to uh, uh, this uh, person on the uh, YouTube, and he was saying how churches have changed, evangelical churches, now, they're not preaching Jesus. They're preaching Trumpism. Make America great again. You said, well, what about forgiveness? What about the Sermon on the Mount? This pastor was talking about it. What about the Sermon on the Mount? What about this? You know, love and this, forgive. You know, uh, having the oppressed, all of it. They said, that don't work. We can't deal with that now. That don't work. This is something more important. we got to do this way. I know this one uh, person that um, he talked about his program of liberty, Truth and Liberty program that he's talking about, you know, although he's a very religious person and all, but this is what they're focusing on. They want to save the country. And really, they, no one is taking the country. They gave it away by not following the things of the Lord. That's my opinion. But um, they are coming to the point where, no, that's Jesus' stuff. Evangelical people, them hired those evangelical you know, they're changing it. They're saying, hey, that don't work. We have to do something different. And Trump is our man because they saw him uh-huh. do something. They saw him, from what, we, from what we see in January 6th, he tried to overthrow the election and fight. And, you know, he did. It was like a coup. It was. They don't want to say it that way. Now I understand that he's trying to get them to not put the charges of the January 6th until 2026. 
But they know whatever it is, they're going to have to fight. You know, his people are out there. You know, out there and there, mm-hmm. you know, his proud boys of that nature. And these are basically military people who don't care about they were ready to fight to um on his behalf. To make a noise they call make That's America true. great again. Which means we will they believe in marginalizing everybody to his control. He wants more power to go to the presidency, taken from the court and taken from the Congress. That's what he wants. That's true. That's true. So That's they, what he thinks. No, no more checks and balance anymore. You know, and who's going to uh, you know who's going to resist him? That's what oh, he yeah. wants. Oh yeah, it's not in. Yeah, it's not. Uh, they're not doing this behind closed doors. They're this not, is, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is up front, right? You know, they're telling you what they're gonna do. You know, so uh, I'm glad. That, I'm glad the Department of Justice and the state of Georgia uh, have decided to fight back because if they had, uh, you know, they were just setting this up for um, making January sixth practice. Yeah, making it up, you know, that was a practice run, you know, for them to do it again next time. So, you know, and they still, some of those senators, they got Mark Meadows caught up in it. But some of those senators, you know, need to be held accountable as well. I know they said Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, tour head of several people touring, you know, Congress, uh, when they had, you know, the COVID protocols going on and wasn't supposed to be doing any tours, and she showed some people around the day before, January 5th. And I'm you know what? I'll check some of those phone records. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you would check some of their phone records too, I'm sure that they uh, were having conversations with some of the uh, Proud Boys and some of the other insurrectionists. But I tell you what, what we're going to do is right now we're going to uh, take a commercial break and uh, we'll be right back. If you are in need of life insurance, auto or home insurance, or need help in getting out of debt, call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know if you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at $10,000 worth of coverage for under $10. Call today for a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. Lions Clubs International is a service or membership organization of over 1.7 million members worldwide. It was founded in 1916 in Illinois. Much of the focus of the Lions Club's work as a service club organization is to raise money for worthy causes as first responders. The Lions Club motto is, We Serve. Local Lions Club programs include site conservation, hearing and speech conservation, diabetes awareness, youth outreach, international relations, environmental issues, and many other programs. The LIONS acronym also stands for Liberty, Intelligence, Our Nation's Safety. 
For more information, contact us at lionsclubs.org. Is your food bland and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning, Butch's bodacious seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. All right, you won't you won't regret it. All right, so we're back. Okay, well, same music. All right, so yeah, we're back talking about politics, nation. Talking about Trump under fire. Uh, he's under federal investigation for crimes he committed while in office and for stealing classified documents and putting them in the bathroom next to the toilet. So uh, that's what we are dealing with. And so just to taking classified documents and storing them by the toilet in Miralago <laughs> in the basement. You know, this is, you know. So, that's yeah, what, uh, well, let's kind of. Let's kind of change the subject for a minute and talk about. Uh, uh, did you guys see that fight in in Alabama? Oh, tell me about it. By the uh, boardwalk. <laughs> tell me what about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know yeah. where you can have those earrings with the chair. <laughs> right, right. No, it was a. Uh, that next to the earrings, you know, with the chair. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a riverboat. It showed the blue. Yeah, that was trying to dock in, in Montgomery. Was was it Montgomery, Alabama? Where was it? Yeah, yeah, that's Montgomery. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, and so uh, the white people had pulled their pontoon boat up there next to where the boat was going to be docking and refused to leave, refused to move it. And the black security guard uh, got in a confrontation with them, and so he threw his cap up to the sky. So evidently, now nah, that's the that's the new call for help, you know, from black people. You know, you throw your cap up to the sky, you know, and all your superheroes <laughs> jump into action. And so, uh, so he started fighting the white people. Three or four of them jumped on him, and then black people started coming from everywhere. You know, one young black man started swimming across the water, you know, to the dock where he was at. And then, you know, another man had a... Uh, had a chair and he was busting people upside, busting white people upside the head, and uh, oh, it was just a melee, you know. Um, but it seemed like that was what black people needed, you know. They came over so many memes behind it, and yeah, everything. It was uh, it was real funny. Uh, I mean, the situation wasn't funny, you know, because um, that was just, you know, happened to be. Uh, 
video, you know, it just happened to be live, you know, because people were videotaping it and put it on, and it went, you know, online and went viral. Uh, but those white people, you know, they can't do, they they don't videotape their lynchings and, and, and other things that they do uh, to us like they used to. I mean, they used to take pictures at the lynchings and, and make postcards and, and mail them to the friends, you know. Yeah. And family, you know, or take uh, uh, little little souvenirs, you know, they cut the body up and take souvenirs and things like that. Um, so it's uh, it was good to get a, you know a laugh behind it, but uh, just knowing uh, what really goes on on the other side, it's just. Uh, it's just a little dangerous. A little dangerous. But it yeah. shows uh, uh, the black people coming together. I thought that was interesting. Until yeah, that was good. To me, that it, was good. It shows that yeah. there is an element within the black community to get together. And that's one thing that how come we they can do so much to us because within our community, we're not coming together. We hurt each other even that's more. That's true. It was in our community. True. They got us to do something. You know, I don't know what the repercussions were going to be, but uh, they should have moved. That's all he asked to do. He was both to die. And this one person got it. She got it on her camera, everything. She was talking about what happened, how they did this. And uh, the big problem is uh, if we can control ourselves on the inside in our community, you know, because a lot of the things that we're facing, the drugs, the uh sex trafficking and all of this, we're doing it to ourselves. We're doing it to our children. You know, they're missing because we want to uh, 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 tap in on the American dream the wrong way. We'll sell, we'll do anything. Like I was thinking of one other um, incident some time ago where she took her, was a three-year-old daughter or six-year-old, whatever, and she rented a hotel and allowed men to come in there to bother her daughter, her daughter. The girl could describe the whole room. Some kind of her mother was one that rented a hotel room. Anything. Wow. This has got to. This has got to stop. And I, to me, that Montgomery, Alabama incident, so that we can come together. We can't use the resources that we have, which is ourselves. If we do that, then I think a lot of things would change within the black community, and uh, not only here but worldwide, it would change. They had that big door in France, okay, where uh, a teenager was killed from the project. And they couldn't put that thing down for nothing. Those people were fighting, fighting. It don't make sense that we have to keep on doing this. It doesn't. But I was yeah, uh, glad to see true. it. In fact, I want to buy the earrings and the necklace of that chair, you know. <laughs> oh, that's I would funny. Like to. You say earrings and a necklace. Yeah, they, the um, I thought they were so, yeah. They had even they the, uh, the bugs of Martin Luther King uh, in Washington. He was holding the chair. <laughs> they did that before wow. every day. That's funny. Harry you spending too much time on that. you spending entirely too much time <laughs> on the Internet. You just seen all that. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. But, I did. Um, you but know, I, I was reading something, and it was saying, you know, uh, it was actually about Ida, Idlewild, you know, up here in Michigan, and how one time that used to be the entertainment, you know, one of the entertainment uh, places 
you know, for blacks in uh, the 50s and the 60s, uh, where, you know, any up-and-coming acts or any, you know, top billing acts would have to go through Idlewild. And uh, it was uh, saying that once uh, the Civil Rights Act was passed and the Voting Rights Act, you know, Civil Rights of 64 and Voting Rights Act in 65, uh, that allowed black people, you know, the the end of segregation, um, that allowed black people to go, you know, in different places that they couldn't go before. It affected the black economy and the, and the black venues and, and businesses, you know. Uh, we no longer felt that we had to support each other and we could spend our money in those other places and some places that were, you know, uh, better better maintained and, you know, um, uh, it was just the fact that we could go places we couldn't go before. And I think a lot of our black businesses uh, suffered from that. Whereas yeah, when that we couldn't true. go into the white establishments, all we could do was support each other. You know, um, and then when, you know, we were doing so well in certain places, you know, white people want to come in and burn it down. Uh, so true. we had to start from scratch, you know. But, yeah, I think uh, integration uh, was detrimental to a lot of black businesses because when that opened the door and you could go where the white people were, you know, a lot of people – uh, turned it back on the black community and the money that was circulating in our community started uh, trickling um, into the other communities. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. so that, yeah. yeah, so that was, uh, wasn't yeah, a good. Yeah, we had a meat market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gas stations. You know, and black had, uh, Stores. Yeah, we had stores. The Eastern Market was. Eastern Market was like that. You know, we had a lot of okay. black businesses in Eastern Market. Then it burned down, but when they opened it back up, it was so high that you couldn't, you couldn't afford it. You know. Wow. They would go by the beach. Okay. A lot of things. Yeah. The market, the open market, was a big thing because I used to live near there on Wilkinson Russell. Okay. That's where our house burned down in that area in '59. But you did. You could go to this, and he had a meat market that was over here. You could go to the stores. We had stores mm-hmm. within the community. And they all moved. After oh, the yeah. riots, I think they all moved out. It's something yeah, uh, so that was really, unfortunate. Had, yeah. Yeah, that was unfortunate. You know, we we supported uh, our local stores and businesses, you know, when we didn't have uh, any other choices. But when, when the choices opened up, you know, we uh, a lot of black people decided that they were going to explore other options and a lot of black businesses had to close and a lot of black businesses suffered. So it was unfortunate. And, you know, and I think that, you know, there have been continual wedges that have been put in place to keep it that way, you know, where our money, uh, you know, black dollar circulates. Uh, I don't even know if it circulates one time in our community. 
So Everything. something that we just have to be proactive and intentional about. And, you know, in, in owning a black business, you, you know, have to uh, operate and, and provide the best quality service that we can provide as well. You know, we just can't be um, ghetto and, and unprofessional. Um, we You know, we have to be high quality and offer uh, great value with our products and services as well. So, you know, not only can we get the business, but we keep it coming back. So, so that's just, uh, you know, something that we, we have to deal with in our community. And, you know, um, each one teach one, as they say, you know, so that we can uh, build generational wealth and, and provide um, a hand up to our to our heirs and our kids. You know, sometimes it's like every generation has to start from scratch. You know, daddy didn't have nothing, yeah, mama didn't have nothing, couldn't, couldn't give you nothing. So, you know, you got to get it, like they say, get it out the mud on your own, you know, or you ain't leaving nothing to your kids. And, and you know, a whole lot of people don't have life insurance. So, you know, you die. And you ain't leaving nothing but debt, you know. You ain't leaving no money, you know. Um, so we've got a long way to go. You know, we've got a long way to go. They talk about when you look at it. Um, yeah. When you look no, at it, ahead. it shows uh, something like uh, some of the programs we've been talking about. I'm still thinking about it, especially for mm-hmm. our children how we favor the light-skinned person more. And it shows that we do not like ourselves the way we are. It's a self-hatred that's there. And anything that reminds us of ourselves, we're trying to pull away from it. As soon as we can, we're going to pull away, pull away from that. Instead of embracing who we yeah. are. If you see, well, we talk we about yourself. We deal with a lot of colorism. Yeah, we deal with yeah. a lot of colorism, you know, and a, a lot of number things. of if other we can things. Come up, it is. It's um, how can we get to you know to appreciate them like yourself? You know, that's a big problem here. Very big problem. Oh yeah. I know. I was talking so, my, about my cousin. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that you know we have to, um, you know, continue to teach our kids um, how to love each other and. Uh, regardless of your color, whether you, you know, whether you're dark or light or, you know, half-white, you know, if you're black, you're black. And so it's uh, a matter of, like you say, supporting each other, you know, but we have been pitted against each other. And so, you know, yeah, a lot of places, you know, the lighter you are, the 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 prettier more you, uh, yeah. Uh, the yeah people perceive you as being pretty, but it doesn't matter you know what color you are you know or how good you look if you got a bad attitude you know you you're still ugly. So you have a pretty face, but if you got a bad attitude or bad disposition, you you know you're just an ugly person. So uh, so we have to love each other regardless of uh, our colors. You know, and 
So, yeah, we've got a long way to go, you know, even as far as with our education and how, you know, we educate our kids um, and making sure that they're getting the information that they should be getting. You know, in school, schools aren't teaching it. Most schools are teaching you how to be laborers and workers, you know. Not many schools are teaching you how to be entrepreneurs. And one thing, the the master is not going to teach you how to replace him, you know, by giving you all the tools and information uh, and the the games that they played and the tax codes and how to live a corporate lifestyle and um, not pay, you know, Pay the the minimum in taxes, you know, um, because the people that are on the W twos, you know, to get W twos are the ones that's paying the most in taxes. But if you're oh, operating yeah, yeah. under your LLC or S corp, then you can cut those uh, taxes down. Let me go close that door. But you know what uh, that really messed me up was the COVID-19. And we were out of school for two years. And Mm -hmm. that hurt our kids. That really hurt our kids. So, I mean... A lot of them left anyway because it was time for graduate. But they didn't get what they needed. And that, that I don't know. I think it hurt them. Well, I mean, it, it did. I mean, it's, you know, with the socialization, it hurt, you know, it hurts some grown-ups too. But as far as the kids, you know. Um, oh, Yeah. It hurt a lot of the, you know, uh, second and third graders, you know, um, because then they I mean, and, okay, the younger get... ones, I think they can pick it up. But you're talking about high school kids that were, you know, they were going to graduate and all of that. And they lost a lot of information. That's the part that yeah. really uh, part, bra, uh, it's, it bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of, you know, Now they're facing a world, you know, they have to compete against the world. Um, yeah. Like the Asian, they, they, they really, don't know. They have, they don't know that, you know, it's, it's still, I still remember what Bishop was saying. He said that it's predicted that by 2050, the great gross national product among black people will be zero. It'll be zero. And what can you do at zero level? Nothing. Nothing is coming. Nothing is going. What about the family? You know, all of this, all of this is going. How can we save the black family? All of this is, you know, we have to save. Come up with yeah, ideas. Well, but you the money to well, back you know, Hispanics, you know, are starting to uh, outnumber us in regards to, you know, number of uh, as far as population is concerned. Um, 
And, you know, right now with the Roe vs. Wade and, you know, the abortions being illegal and in so many states and things of that nature, uh, you know, I was talking to a white lady today who was saying that she didn't have any kids. She was married to a black man for 40-some years. You know, mm. they didn't have any kids. Uh, uh, her brother didn't have any kids. And I think it's her brother-in-law's brother who's got a couple kids, which she, you know, or her grand grand nephew and grand niece. So, you know, it's like, okay, you got a couple generations of people and, you know, it didn't have any babies, and so that's why these white people are going crazy because everybody else producing kids except them, and they're being outnumbered. So you know they're scared um, and don't want to lose their power. So you know right now they you know they are in panic mode and they're doing whatever, however, and don't care who who sees it and who knows. They're telling you what they're doing. And so, because, you know, they're trying to keep that power. Power, money, and respect. So I don't care if you respect them or not. They just want the money and the power. They're acting acting a very, uh, 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 you know, like they're they're the ones and who you think you are, you know. It's gotten worse since since what he did during that time. It's gotten worse. The attitude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff used to be done behind closed doors in the dark. You know, he just made it okay to do it in your face. You know, they say what they want, you know, do what they want. So it's dangerous times we live in. Uh, so we just have to. Yeah. And this, I believe that this whole thing, all of this, all of this, um, Emphasis on Trump is making them look good. They're glorifying him, glorifying him. And to tell the point me why. Because me they're glorifying him so that when they do let him in, he, he, you know, they're, they're, they're not like uh, our, our host is saying, they can keep control over the power and the money. They're glorifying him as far as the world is concerned. They're worshiping him. He's almost, you know, let's face it, the church then changed him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, well, but, you know, this is what they look at. He was even saying, I was looking at King Shure, he was saying that if he has to, he can, he'll, he'll, if he's in jail, he will still run for president. He's going to still do this. If he's in jail and he's elected president, he's going to still run. All this stuff. He's saying that. It doesn't <laughs> matter because when, if he gets in there again, he's going to take a whole lot of, you know, the legal stuff. He's going to take a lot of that off. He's going to stop a lot of stuff and take it all out. And when he finishes, it's going to be uh, no good. You know what I'm saying? Even with the people that are in the... You know, they come and they want to, and they don't know why they want to be a this and a that in Washington. They don't know. They just 
want to be, you know, um, important. Don't know anything. Especially, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> he doesn't know. And and he wanted certain people to die that day, the 6th. And people still want to hang on to him? It makes no difference, you know, as long as they can make it. It makes no difference. They know that what happened. I feel bad about the people who on January 6th had to face all that, something altogether new, and some of them have died trying to uh, take care of this Yes, country. they have. And nobody cares about it. No one cares about it. No one cares about the fact that that just happened, you know. Just one of those deals, you know. That's all it is. Their lives matter. I hope that he never gets in again. He shouldn't have been Even in there in the yeah. first. Well, you know, so the Congress had an opportunity to, during his two impeachments, to make it where he couldn't run for office again, and the Republicans didn't support that. So, you know, they get what they deserve. They get, they get, <laughs> and that's what we're dealing with now. They had you know, voted to have it to where he couldn't run for elected office again, we wouldn't be having this issue. But uh, He would take it by force. He would take it by force. Yeah. That's what he would do. Yeah, well, you're right. But now he can do at least do it legally. He can run by, you know, run hmm. for office legally. So they can't stop take it by doing force. that. They did that. They saw that. They saw. They know what they were looking at. He would take it back. Yeah. Well, he would try. I mean, you know, he doesn't have support in the military or or anybody else other than these, you know, fringe militias. The majority of those people who were backing him on the sixth, they were military people. They yeah, were military too, yeah. All that, all that background, the guns, and all of that. The, the NRA, all of that, they were military people. Mm-hmm, that's true. For military people. Look at how he did the FBI, you know, giving them a hard time. Yeah, and then tried yeah, to, you, you know, know yeah. somebody tried to shoot all this stuff, you know. This is the mentality that we're facing within our nation. And I believe that we are a laughing stock to the world. Hmm. A laughing. You think? Oh, they're laughing at it. Laughing. Yep, that's true. It was a time when America would just speak and people would no more. No more. That is so true. Well, you know. And our, 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 city, our officials, are, are they're an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. That's the truth. It is a, general, it's, it's a definite embarrassment. Mm-hmm. To see them cut up in, like that. Embarrassment. You hold your head down. Hmm. Can't get anything together. Yeah. The needs of this country, we're bleeding, you know. He's talking about taking your social security. Well, we earned that. We earned that. If it's a Ponzi scheme, it's been going on since 1935, let it go on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, I, I have uh, learned some things tonight 
um, by operation board. <laughs> One is I need to call in to the I need to call in to get the show started. I didn't know that, so um, so there's been some trial and error on my part. Uh, you know, so uh, I do appreciate the patience and the assistance in making this happen. Um, and so we'll do it again uh, next week. Uh, I'll have a show prepared um, the next week, so I'll be better prepared as far as, you know, hosting and talking, having something to talk about. And uh, Mama will probably be back online by then as well. Stop, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Okay. Uh, she'll probably be back online and uh, <laughs> thank uh, thank our favorite auntie Lucy, uh, <laughs> Lucy Payne. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me put right. my right. Oh yeah. Well, we got a couple minutes left uh, before this segment ends, uh, but yeah, just wanted to get a feel of the, um, uh, matter of fact, I'm going to try, since it's just us on here right now, let me try something else. I just want to see. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay. I got that. Let's see what this is. This is Jacqueline Jones Frederick of Jones and Frederick Enterprises, Inc. Okay. How about this one? My name is Sheila White. I am the president and co-founder of Her Cries, Her Heard, an organization. Let's see. Let's try. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Okay. Just trying to see what some of these ads are. Just Jamine is a natural line of luxury creams and lotions. From our okay. So we got the ads. Let's try this. Outro music. So I guess we can end the show with that one. And how about well, this I one? Well, I still have to say something. We're back. Right. Let's talk about it with Jenny White. <laughs> okay. Well, we're back. Uh, what would you, what would uh, you all like to say to uh, end the show? Any words of encouragement? Well, I have something that I would like to say, and it's a wise man once said: "Be careful who you let on your ship." Because some people will sink the whole ship just because they can't be the captain. So, that's it. That's that, was a, that was it. That was it. Drop the mic, huh? That was it in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all, down. If I can't have my way, you ain't going to have this, you know, all of this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sister Lucy, you got any final final words? Be, just, just be encouraged. Just because we have we're facing this problem, we saw something happen in Montgomery, Alabama, where they faced it together, 
And that shows the unity that we need. And I'm encouraging all of us to think of how, looking at your situation, how can we come together to handle it? And for every, that everyone would be, you know, to get something out of it. We have to think more positive, even in a negative world. Hmm. Okay. For yourself, for your others, the people we love. And all the people all right, say. I agree. <laughs> hey, right. Well, I think we had a great show. I mean, we started off a little rough and a little rocky, but uh, That's all I right. know at least That's the first step, right. you know, calling in and, and getting the party started that way and uh, getting the feel of the uh, audio clips a little better. Uh, so we'll do it but again next week. But you did an excellent job. Thanks very well, much, Well, thank cool. you, thank um, you. Well, Oh, yeah, once we got started, I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, it's just a matter of time. I should have learned how to do this a long time ago, but, uh, you know, God you know works right. in serious ways. Oh, he did yeah. a good he job. So I appreciate it. So we will do this again next week. We'll have a uh, very good show. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but whatever it is, it's going to be good. And so thank you all for tuning in, listening, and being patient. And so with that, uh, let me see. What do we have? Outro. Let's see. Let's see how we're going to end this show. All right. It's been real. Let me do the outro, and uh, we will talk, do this again next week. Thank you so much. I think that's the outro I wanted. Hold on, let me see if, can, if I can take this out on, on some, with something else. Hold on, let's see what we got here. Thank you for joining us for this edition of The Right Stuff. Uh, no, that's a wrong show. Okay. <laughs> right, that's, that's Parker's show. Uh, let's see. We're back. Uh, no, I don't want we're back because we're about to leave. Uh, let's see, outro. Let's try this one. Uh, nope, same one. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to take us out the right way. Hold on. Let's see. You can take us. No. Say good night. <laughs> Say good night and hang up on an episode. Right. All right, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's try this one. Right, that's it for us, guys. See you next week. That's it. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye, Daddy. Say it again. <laughs> oh, I heard Can that. Can you hear her? Yeah. Okay. She can hear you. That's cute. Okay. You know who you're talking to? Yeah, Skylar. Yeah, they come. Hi. You on the show? Yeah. Hi. All right. Well, Nanny, Nanny don't want to talk right now. I said. All right, Mom. <laughs> talk to you later. I'm about to end the show. Okay. Bye bye. End the episode. Bye bye.